and welcome to the Goats Fantasy Football Podcast. Woo! I am your host, Dave. I'm Jabong. And we are back. Ooh! After Amazing. a crazy week. You will be a richer man after this weekend? Uh, hopefully so. I well, in, in one way, right? I guess that's true. Yeah. That's true. You're guaranteed at least 100 bucks, yeah. right? So, that's crazy. Uh, oh, man. That's nice. Yeah, that was a hell of a game last night. I mean, yeah. right, first of all... Congratulations to Drew Brees. Congratulations to Drew Brees. First of all. The gift basket was... is in the mail. Man. That Thank man. you, Peyton Manning, for yeah. retiring at the exact point you did <laughs> to give Breeze that record last night. That extra motivation. Yeah. <laughs> so, I do want to... This is the last time I can say this. We do have a phone number. Yes. You can call it 707-474-4897. Yep. Obviously, you can't talk smack now yeah. that you've been doing it, but you can at least say something at the end. So... Well, people might have rookie questions later oh, on in the offseason. Sure. So, I'm going to show you how this is done. <laughs> this is how you talk smack. Okay. Hey, J-Mac. Yeah, I'm talking to you, man. It's Tags here from the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. I just wanted to reach out and say that uh, you're going to get whooped by Dave this week. I mean, you've had Christian McCaffrey all year, and that's obviously helped you out. But I'm looking at this team that Dave's got, and it's – I mean, Breeze, did you, did you, you watched it on Monday night, right? I mean – that's going to happen. Tennessee this week? Come on. They're short. They're missing both their top cornerbacks. Uh, we also have Kamara, who's way overdue for some touchdown regression. That's happening. Uh, Delvin Cook, hopefully he's able to play. Uh, that, that's an iffy one. But fortunately, he's still got Eckler. He's still got Devontae Parker. He's going to make it happen. This is the first year of the dynasty, and this looks like a team that's built to win for quite a long time. Thank you guys so much for the support, and best of luck in 2020. No shit. Mike Taglier. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. No way. How'd you get that? Called in some favors. Oh, my. Good. They had some work to make this happen. But that's how you talk trash, my friend. No way. That's amazing. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Well, let's let's, let's do our recap. First and foremost, (laughs) I want to keep... Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. I, I want to congratulate you, Mike. Yep. Uh, dude, that I was, I didn't think I had it this week. Yeah. You took over a team that was abandoned. Yep. You had all your guys on injury, and you played it almost as best as you could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you made all the right, great job, dude. Perriman went off. Yeah. First of all, Perriman, one hundred and thirteen <laughs> yards, three touchdowns, five catches. He was calling it all week. He 30- said three touchdowns for Perriman. Three, 32 points. Oh, my goodness. How does Jameis do that with a broken hand? Yeah, that's very – yeah, Jameis is a stud for fantasy. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the offseason, but he's a stud for fantasy. Then Aaron Jones, 17 points on two touchdowns. Yep, yep, solid game. Oh, you know, okay, going back to Rashad Perryman real quick. So, I'm springly here. Devontae Parker, like, he got a second touchdown. Yeah. I celebrated and immediately put my hand down because that's when Brashad Turner got the third <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> just wiped it out. It just immediately removed all my excitement. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to the good things about Mike. Tyler Higby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 12 receptions, 111 yards. He's been crazy since ever since Gerald Everett's been out. But when Gerald Everett comes back, like, I'm talking about next year now, looking ahead, I don't know if Higby's a, a starter moving forward. And then... Keenan Allen, he was probably the only bright point for the Chargers this week. Yeah. Getting, uh... Well, Eckler had that big catch, too, right? Eckler was decent. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Allen scored 14 points on 9 for 99. Yeah. This this put him up. He had a 40-point lead going into last oh. night. 
He still had T.Y. Hilton to yep, go. Yep. And all I had was Drew Brees on a mission and Alvin Kamara up against the number six run defense. Wow. And uh, fortunately, he needed those three touchdowns to break Creighton Manning's record. Yep, yep. I was, I was looking into it, and his next two games are away at Tennessee and at Carolina. So I think he was really motivated to win it, like get the record at home, you know? I'm really glad he was. That was a good motivation. Yeah, Thank yeah. you there, Drew. That was crazy, yeah. Things just lined up great. And then, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, Devontae Parker got 20 points on two touchdowns. Ooh, that's the one trade this whole season I regret. It's the one trade I'm really, really... Actually, you know what? Now, both of those trades, because like your brother said in chat last night, yeah. this trade won me this week. If I had Josh sure, Allen yeah. and I had Melvin Gordon, who scored like four, yeah. I would have been out yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah, I was actually dread- dreading that trade for a while because I gave up so much and it hadn't got me anything. Yeah, yeah. It just gave up a bunch of... Dra- I mean, go Kamara's beast. Breeze but. has been solid, though, the past three, four weeks, though. Yeah, he's been great. So, thank you, Daniel. I do appreciate that. And then uh, your favorite wide receiver, mm. DJ Moore, garbage time. Overrated. Whole 15 points <laughs> thanks to a bunch of receptions at the end. Thank you, Kyle Allen and DJ Moore. Although it looks like they're going to pivot next week on quarterback. To who? To Will Greer? Yeah, it looks like they're going to give Greer a shot. I did week. not see that report. Wow. It, it's not official, but there's rumors that that's going to happen. And that, oh, that terrifies me. What do you expect a kid to do for two weeks? That's... I mean, I guess they're like, let's see what he can do before the next draft. Oh, my goodness. All right, whatever. Okay. Yeah, so fortunately, all those guys help make up for a couple of letdowns. I think they're playing the Colts, and then they're playing the Saints. Colts, he could, you could throw on the Colts. Saints, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really yeah. tough. But you could throw on the Saints. But, um, so, yeah, Julian Edelman. Well, Jacoby Brisket can't. <laughs> Edelman. Yeah. Man, you know, he's always on the injury report, so I wasn't really worried about it. Yeah. And he looked like he was hurt. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. really looked like he was hurt out there. Yeah. And he wasn't on the field every play, yep. which is absolutely unreal to see for a Patriots fan. Yeah, Nikhil's getting more play. Nikhil he, looks pretty good. He he's looks, starting to step He's a big up. boy, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's making those contested catches, which yep. is what he's supposed to be doing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He's showing good contact balance through, like, contested catches. Yeah. And then Impressed. Dalvin Cook being scary again. Yeah, yeah. Hits that same damn shoulder. And then he's on the sideline. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. And, like, what the... What are you doing? I think at that point, they were two scores up. Yeah, it's Detroit. I I think, yeah, it was fine. Uh, I saw a report that he should be fine for next week. Uh, Well, hopefully both of them are fine for next week. Yeah, re-injury is always a a scary thing with Dalvin Cook. Absolutely. So, that was a great match. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we expected the other one to be more interesting, but that was definitely actually the game of the week. Three points. Kudos again, Mike. Well done. Uh, He could still win money, right? He could still get 50 bucks. Yeah. Which is ten dollars? Oh, it's right. That's Father Graham. Yeah. yeah, good point. It's 10 bucks, All right, good, good, good for you, Mike. Good, good, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> All right, J Mac and Nick. Oh my God! On the other side of things, J Mac absolutely went his off. Team, I picked him from the beginning. His team is insane. I know. I know. He scored <laughs> sixty more points than oh, Nick. Oh my Obama's. gosh! Yeah. And he's right. McCaffrey has broken fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-two points with two touchdowns. Oh. What the hell? I, it's it's not fair. He he's insane. It's not just opportunity. I mean, he just looks so good out there. The kid's amazing. Yeah, and then freaking my goodness, Miles Sanders almost the same week. Thirty-two points, one touchdown through on the ground, one in the air. Yeah, yeah. Miles Sanders definitely taking over the backfield with uh, Jordan Howard injured. Uh, I don't think Jordan Howard's gonna be coming back next year. I hope he comes back this week. 
<laughs> I I don't know. I haven't seen the reports. He was upgraded to questionable on Friday last week. Okay, okay, okay. So it's so there's a good chance. Oh, yeah, I've been chance. doing my research. Yeah, okay, yeah. you may. <laughs> and then AJ Brown, he has just taken over in Tennessee. Yep, yep. It's over. It, it's, it's his wide receiver core. Corey Davis is an afterthought. Adam always Humph- was. They tried to make him the one for a while. Adam Humphreys was after. Corey Davis, I remember, at the beginning of this year, was a huge sleeper. Because even though he didn't have a great year, he had something like 40% of the market share, target share in Tennessee. Of course, that's because there was no one else there. But still, like he was a he was a for sure one on that team until now. You think Adam Humphreys regrets not taking that Patriots money? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's a rough situation. Um, meanwhile, the nightmare matchups that we saw for Nick, they turned out to be that bad. Yeah. Amari Cooper scored only two and a half points Brutal. in a game that Dallas absolutely dominated. Yep. Yeah, that, that was rough. Uh, Dallas put up a ton of points, and yet none of the wide, wide receivers did anything. It was just the running backs. Yeah, no, no wide receiver did anything at all. Yeah. I think Gallup did even less. Yeah, yeah. So it was crazy. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, Robert Woods only scoring 3.7. And even there, like, those guys got some garbage time done. Yeah, like, even, seriously. Even, like, Brandon Cooks did, like, 44 yards, which obviously isn't great, but given what he's been doing lately. It's so hard for Woods because, like, finally you're able to trust him again. You know, he's he's been getting, like, what, 13 targets, 14 targets or something like that insane per game, and then all of a sudden to put up the stinker. Yeah. yeah. And then Tyler Boyd, that matchup against Gilmore yeah, went was, exactly one, like we expected. Yeah, yeah. And Jack Doyle, like, he was the hot pickup for the playoffs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, oh, there, you know, it's got to go to the tight end, and, he, and he's had two disappointing weeks. Yeah, I, actually, I was surprised when the game started. Mo, Mo Ali Cox was actually the starting tight end to, to start the game. I'm not saying he's the number one tight end. I'm just yeah. saying like that's a clear rotational position for them. That's been absolutely crazy. Yeah. So what's funny about this, Yuba? So because you picked J Mac right, yeah. and I didn't. Yeah. That gives you two points, okay. which gives you a four-point lead. Ooh, I know that means. means there are two outcomes possible. Yes. Either you will dominate me. By eight points. Or it will be a total tie. That would be so dissatisfying if it was a tie. Wouldn't it be a little dissatisfying? It would be kind of great, though, at the same time. Yeah, that would be crazy. Okay. So, all right. That's funny how that works out. It's kind of interesting, right? All right. So we've only got one matchup to talk about this week. So we're going to go in-depth, position by position. Yeah. Starting from the top, for quarterbacks, I think for me, it's a total no-brainer. I mean, Tennessee is a tough defense, but you cannot sit Breeze at this point. Yeah. Even with Rivers against Oakland, but Rivers has been terrible. He's been, oh, he's been so bad. And this was his contract year. I thought maybe he oh, man. He, oh. And I don't care how good Trubisky's been lately. Yeah. I cannot trust him. Yeah. Especially against Kansas City, who you're supposed to run against. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're on your own on this one. Breeze, for sure. I got to stick with but, Breeze. This is, this yeah, real, yeah. I mean, at this point, the man who saved me, like, the last few weeks, I can't bench him. Yeah, it's got to be Breeze. You know what's interesting? I was just thinking about this. Rivers, Eli, and Big Ben, all this year, like, this could be the last year of that amazing QB draft, you know? Yeah, wow, that's yeah. Now, J-Mac actually has a decision. Yeah. He's got Dak Prescott versus Philly. Yep. Or Carson Wentz versus Dallas. Oh. They're playing each other. Divisional game. Now, I, I think he's got to go with Dak. Philly's missing too many weapons. Agreed. As, and their pass defense, just it was supposed to get better with these injured guys coming back, but it hasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. Uh, who's Wentz throwing to now? What's that guy's name? I don't even... Oh, gosh. 
like Boyd or something, or I forget his name. Shoot, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's not good. Yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah, it's Ertz. Zach Ertz is who he's yeah, referring yeah. to. Yeah, it's Ertz and it's Goddard. He should put Goddard out wide now. At know, this like, point, he should. Yeah. Interestingly, though, That's Carson crazy. Wentz outscored Dak Prescott last week. Oh, that is surprising. But yeah, Philly's defense is even worse than the Rams' yeah. pass defense. It's just because yeah. of garbage time they were able to get that done. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's talk about the real interesting position. Yep. The, the, this championship, they were we were both carried by our running backs. Yep. Let's not lie about this. I've got Alvin Kamara, also against Tennessee, of course. Good run defense. And then hopefully Te- Dalvin Cook comes back against Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay is not the easiest to run against either. Yeah, they're not bad. You, you, yeah, they're, they're middle, they're, they're middle yeah, of the pack. Yeah, they're not yeah. bad. I'm just saying, they're not. There's no smash play here. On the other side of the ball, you've got Christian McCaffrey. Now, Indy is actually number six against the run wow. in fantasy play. But football. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but Indianapolis has now been eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. The, it's not like Carolina is eliminated from the playoffs. Neither of these teams really have anything to play for but pride. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll really step up against a monster like McCaffrey. It's very true. Also, like, I think running back positional, you know, against rankings doesn't apply to Christian McCaffrey. He's not a pure running back. He's a running back, wide receiver, whatever he wants to be, you know, guy. And then Miles Sanders versus Dallas. That's oh. a tougher matchup. Yeah. If Jordan Howard comes back, that really hurts. Definitely hurts, yes. Now, I will have to say that Kamara has not scored a touchdown since, like, week two. Mm. I know that positive regression doesn't work the way I want it to right now. Yeah. But I have to really – I mean, can this be the week that he finally gets it done? It's very possible. I think there has been a little bit of resting Kamara. He was banged up during the season – they're clearly going to make the playoffs, the Saints are, because that division is horrible. So why not like use Latavius Murray while you can and then put in Kamara, use him during the playoffs? You have a point, but they're going for that bye. Because you've got Seattle, the number one seed. You've got San Francisco in the mix. They have not locked a bye week down yet, so they still have something to play for. I understand. I'm just saying they don't need to run Kamara into the ground. They can, they can conserve him. Don't do that. <laughs> also, same thing with Dalvin Cook. If if somehow they get ahead in this game against Green Bay, they're not going to put Cook in there. I mean, he can re-aggravate so easily. It's going to be a, the Mike Boone show. It's going to be because of freaking Alexander Hamilton there, or whatever yeah. his name is, Madison. <laughs> it's just hurt too great to ride for me. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but, hey, I mean, I think it does matter because Minnesota isn't guaranteed a playoff spot. Green Bay is leading the division. Yep. This is a divisional matchup, obviously. This is an important game for them. Yeah. And I don't think you ever want to count Aaron Rodgers out, even if he is not as good this year. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. Minnesota has been easier to throw on this year. I'm trying just to cook my own uh, yeah, yeah. thing here. You. I'm trying to you. make this work for me. So, okay, let's pause for a second. Who do you think has the edge at quarterback? Who has the edge at running back between me and J-Mac? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Okay, okay. Breeze against Tennessee. Dak versus Philly. Both outdoor stadiums. Oh, I, I would want to look, pull up the weather reports, honestly, to really get this through. But but all things being equal, I'd probably pick Breeze. I'd give you the advantage. Okay, running yeah. back. <sighs> McCaffrey's a big edge. Yeah, running back, I have to give J-Mac the edge just because I'm uncertain about the usage of both Cook and Kamara. They both have questions about usage. And they, they could easily just add up to the what McCaffrey does by him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got one each here, but I think that's a pretty heavy edge J-Mac so far. I'm not going to lie. Let's talk wide receiver. Uh, I've got Devontae Parker going up against Cincinnati. Oof, Love smash, that. yeah. DJ Moore versus Indianapolis. But maybe with Greer. Again, you know, 
Oh, that's right, Greer. <laughs> and then, oh, Julian Edelman against Buffalo. Oh, that's oh, rough. Yeah. That's really rough. Yeah, yeah. On the other side of the ball, it's not exactly glowing either, though. Kenny Galladay against Denver. That's you know, hard. Yeah. Especially with Blau as your yeah, quarterback. Seriously. And Von Miller bad. just chasing him around. Yeah. yeah. Now, A.J. Brown versus New Orleans. You think, oh, New Orleans is great, but they're actually 29th in fantasy Whoa. against the wide receiver position. So you can run on or pass on them. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. I mean, he's just been on such fire lately. It's not like you're going to bench him. I, I When I look at these matchups and I look at your players, it's very much like you just go with chalk. You're not going to – J-Mac right now is not going to lose a championship with A.G. Brown on his bench. You know, like he's going to play him. Yep. He, he brought him here. And then uh, Mike Williams against Oakland. God damn it. There's a smash. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah. The only – the only like – Hope you have is that it's just a Keenan Allen day, no Mike Mike Williams, you know. I mean, that's about it. That's all I can really hope. Yeah, or for. or a run heavy game, I guess. And then I mean, if you look at and Indy is twenty one against wide receivers, but like you said, it's Will Greer. Yeah. And Edelman is facing the number three ranked defense against wide receivers. Yeah, that's rough. And they don't have the hand signals this time. The only thing that's giving me comfort <laughs> is they didn't have. <laughs> Devontae Parker against Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati's weakness is the run. Yeah. But I am not counting on Larry to take over this game. So I no, think Parker should true. be great. Uh, yeah. And uh, Cincinnati's weakness is the run, but they're also weak against the pass. Like, it doesn't matter. So I think this is actually pretty close because he's got Mike Wilkins against Oakland. I get Parker against yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. A.J. Brown, I, he's got a slight edge. I'm going to be honest. Because Galladay against Denver versus. The other two are pretty close. But A.J. Brown, I think, is a pretty good matchup against New Orleans. My only kind of hope is that that's a shootout and Breeze throws another 50 points. Ooh, true. he's playing against Tennessee. You know, I have to call this one even. Because Mike Williams versus Oakland is not equal to Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker has much more upside. Uh, yeah, and I, I'll never count out the Pats in late December. I mean, I could see Julian Edelman getting eight catches for... 52 yards and a touchdown. Like, it's actually a really important game because I think Buffalo's two games yep. back. Yeah, yeah. So if they win this, it's a split, it's and then split. it comes to the exactly. final game of the year. Yeah. So they could take the division here. They need this for sure. So they really, really need this, and then throw the Pats. So yeah. I mean, that's a really close game. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about tight end. Austin Hooper caught that touchdown. <laughs> sure. All right, he caught it. Sure. And I really could have used it. I mean, I know I won, but those six points would have been a little bit more comforting last night. Very true. Yeah. But, all right. Besides that, I mean, he's been kind of a letdown these last two weeks. I know. I gave him a pass last week. Yeah. First week back. He's so. coming back. And against Jacksonville, I mean, Jacksonville's not a great defense anymore. Like, uh, Hooper's a play for sure. Yeah. And then. It has to be. J-Mac has a bit of a decision here. Yeah. He's got Fant, he's got Njoku. Mm-hmm. Both of them are hurt. Both of them, I mean, obviously Njoku did nothing last week getting pulled. Yeah. And Fant had a really rough week playing off that injury. Yeah. But Fant has Detroit. Yep, that's that's <laughs> all that matters to me. Yeah. So I think you got to go in that direction. you got to go in that direction, especially because Njoku has Baltimore as well. Baltimore's smashing everyone. And I do like that Hooper has Jacksonville. Yep, yep. So I think these are two really good matchups for both tight ends. Yeah, I don't know who you give the edge to. Here. I'd give the edge to tight end, to Hooper <laughs> to the tight end. <laughs> yeah, tight end. Yeah, call. <laughs> I, I give it to Hooper slightly because they're both bad defenses, um, but Hooper's just more of a reliable part of that offense. All right, so let's talk about the flex. Okay. We got. Some interesting matchups here. This is where it gets interesting. This is gets really so. Yeah. I've got Golden Tate versus Washington. Woohoo! Oh, nice. And then, although Golden Tate has not 
It was pretty good this week. Got a touchdown. Oh, okay, okay. He got ten points okay. at least or twelve points. Yeah, I know he hasn't been great, but yeah. especially with Eli being and it's terrible. just so it's just so hit or miss. Like Eli loves Sterling Shepard, for example, and although he hasn't connected with him a bunch in the past two weeks, like history shows us that he likes Sterling Shepard. Darius Slayton's obviously the 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 deep threat attraction there now. Like Golden Tate, I, I mean, there's just so, too many mouths to feed. Now, the question, I think, does Daniel Jones come back this week? I thought it was only supposed to be a couple-week injury. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a high ankle sprain. Yeah, I don't see a reason to rush Eli him back. Eli is back at 500 I know. Here. Yeah, give, get him one more win. Can he go up? Can he go down? We'll yeah. never know. The big thing about this game, too, is that uh, the Giants right now have the number two pick, and the and Washington has the number four pick. If the Giants beat Washington, the Washington would move to the number two spot, actually. Oh, so that's even more reason for Washington to not cover Tate. <laughs> so, I love it. And then... Austin Eckler against Oakland, I love this. I, I mean, yes, yes. he's such a good part of that offense. I yeah. think that's really great. That's huge, yeah. Now, on the other side of the ball, Raheem Mostert is now the number one running back for San Francisco. Which 100%. is the best running team in the league. Yep. But he's playing the Rams. And the Rams' defense has been stepping up the second Yeah, half and the year. run defenses, yeah. And they solid. their loss last week really hurt. You know, they, they need this game to stay alive in the playoff. Yeah, months. yeah, it's true. I mean, I know that the Cowboys carved them up last week, but that run defense still is a decent, you know, it, it can it can put forward a decent effort. Uh, well, I don't know. Mostert's been scary. And yeah. then also Debo Samuel, same matchup. Yeah. That actually scares me a little. I mean, for J-Mac, it's scarier because I yeah. think Debo's the number one, and that means, you know, he's got Jalen Ramsey on his back. Yeah, Debo's been hit or miss in these playoffs, and especially since Emmanuel Sanders got healthier. All right. So I think what that leaves – there's a couple wild cards. Obviously, these are the chalk plays. Yeah. I did want to pick at least one additional player that you would consider this week, but I don't know if you'd go for. Ugh. So Juju – he re-aggravated the injury, but he could be back this week against the Jets. Yeah. And that's a chasty matchup. Oh. But Duck and Juju have never played at the same time. Yeah. And you don't know if he's how he's doing on that injury he re-aggravated. It's just too scary. I mean, amongst your flex options, he's not a play. The only person I would look at really is maybe Julian Edelman against Buffalo. Especially if Edelman doesn't practice. And day. especially if like Buffalo gets a snow. So I don't you know, again, I haven't looked at the Reports, but if it's if it's going to be a ground and pound game, yeah, that's going to be hard. But Juju with the risk of re injury, yeah, it's I, I will especially can't put him since in. he has no repertoire was exactly, yeah, yeah. And then Cole Beasley has been absolutely great for Buffalo, Fire. but he's playing New England. Yep, can't do it. So I mean, I think I think you go chalk. There's yeah, no yeah. Uh, way to round. That's this. exactly what it is. It's chalk. Yeah. So I actually do. Th- I I'm going to be completely honest here. I give the edge overall. Oh, it's a flex. Let's just flex edge first. Yeah, okay. Flex edge, I give it to you, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I've won, like, three of the four categories. Yeah. And yet I give J-Mac the edge <laughs> overall. Yeah. I mean, yeah, J-Mac definitely has a lot more boom potential, right? CMC can boom. Sanders can boom. Chad does. Yeah. Like, all he does is boom. Mike Williams can catch a couple touchdowns, you know, on any given day. A.J. Brown has caught two touchdowns in multiple fire. games. Uh, no offense if he gets involved in offense. You know, it's just like, I don't see Golden Tate doing more than four catches for a touchdown. You know, like, that's the ceiling almost. Uh, Eckler can boom for sure. But, yeah, you have a lot less boom plays. Julian Edelman, not not really any boom plays. DJ Moore, I, he's, not, he's consistent, but he's not a boomer. Devontae Parker definitely can boom. He yeah. can catch two touchdowns in that game. But, yeah, J-Mike just has the potential to, to score 190. 
I, I agree with you completely. So it's funny, you know, you can go to the Fantasy Pros website. Yeah. Shout out to Mike there. Um, <laughs> and you have the, they have the matchup tool. You can see who your matchup is. Yeah. And so if you look, I've got check marks like of three quarters of the match. Uh-huh. Yeah. Only a forty percent chance to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I was like, at first, like, oh, oh. well. I, I mean, hopefully it's a good one, or hopefully yeah. it's a blowout by me. I don't know. Yeah, you just have to bring be. more fudge next week for Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty left, man. Come on in, get some. Um, so one last note. Uh, this is the last pod of 2019. Yeah, yeah. We are taking a vacation after this. There's the holidays coming up. We Ooh, won't be able to record next week. It's the holiday season. So do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> we will do a wrap-up pod yep. after, in the beginning of next year. Obviously, yeah. we'll celebrate the winter. Uh, maybe we'll see if we can get J-Mac to call in if he pulls this one out. Oh, that'd be great. But he probably won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we have lots of content plan for the off season we do so, yeah we, 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 we we're gonna do a year in review we'll go over some consistency yeah, rankings. yeah. we'll go over the rookies obviously obviously the rookies but we'll, we'll wait a bit on the rookies. yeah yeah for sure but oh and i'm stoked it will be a very inconsistent <laughs> publishing yeah, schedule yeah, yeah. which my girlfriend will appreciate me not working on this all night on Tuesday. <laughs> so for the goats fantasy football podcast i am your host dave i'm jabong and we will see you next time